podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Project Osserman is a go, it seems like. Uh, this is going to be a quick news video. I actually wasn't planning on doing one today, having a little bit of a relaxed weekend after the game last night. Please do go and check out my rational perspective on the Aston Villa game if you haven't already. But this is big news, and I think it's big news for a number of reasons. Um, also based around what Chelsea are going to be doing for the rest of this window. We haven't got a lot of time left. And I know after last night, again, discussion kind of uh, came out about Chelsea going out for a new striker. Does this change that? Is this irrelevant to that? Please do give the video a like. Please share it around with friends. Please get involved in the conversation down below to give me your thoughts on this. Now, I know I got a lot of reaction to the conversation I had about Osserman with Matisse. Please go and check out that show. And we both have our doubts. But this is the news that has come out today that I think is noteworthy. Sasha uh, Tabaleri, um, an, an Italian reporter, or sorry, Belgian reporter, but obviously has, has knowledge of the situation with Victor Osserman. Apparently, Chelsea is the chosen club for Victor Osserman, he tweets. We were already talking about that case in June of last year and any... Is quote tweeting something he reported last June about Chelsea's long term interest in Victor Osserman, Osserman's preference. Also, Liverpool and Man United were referenced in that in that tweet as well, that original tweet around him. But is this a major surprise? No, we've we've heard whispers about this. There's been a very unsubtle PR campaign to try and sign Victor Osserman. Didier Drogba, hugging him at AFCON, Mikel openly on his podcast coming out and saying come to Chelsea and it's quite clear it's been briefed for a long time now Chelsea are going to try and sign a big forward in the summer and you know this is a big play and it could be a big play for Chelsea to get Victor Osserman I see mixed responses to Victor Osserman over how he do at Chelsea there is kind of my side of things and again it's not just reactionary Anthony reactionary people who don't agree with me you know don't know what they're talking about. Obviously, that's a nonsense uh, point of view. You know, I, I, there's a lot of people I respect who, you know, if you base it on the evidence of Villa last night, another example of Pochettino as a coach setting Chelsea up in a really strong way and putting them in positions or, or setting them up with, with an idea of attacking that gets us into really good positions. And really, as I've said before, those missed chances Pochettino, it, it's a cliche, but he can't be putting the ball in the back of the net himself. And I thought the level of performance, at least for the first hour against Villa, was really good. And then you're kind of asking the question, if we have someone to finish chances. Like, the thing that undermined us, I think, under Tuchel, was that we weren't really creating a number of high-quality opportunities. And then, subsequently, even when we bought that finished article striker in Lukaku he still was getting limited service. But I actually have faith based on the numbers this year that if you were to put a better finisher in that system, he probably is getting better quality opportunities and he isn't waiting around for limited chances. Uh, that's at least what I've seen from the data this year. And I think that was proof again last night where you, you then would put Palmer in a, in a position a little bit deeper where he is retracted, how Nkunku could work off Victor Osserman. Now, I want to make this abundantly clear. I know Matisse was talking about, and, and I respect what he's saying in terms of maybe technical things about Osserman. My doubt around this comes not really from Osserman's talent, which may sound a little bit weird, and it's not to try and dismiss his talent. It's to do with Chelsea are, 
our ability to get the best out of players who have done well elsewhere, the plans for the club moving forward, how chaotic it can be. Why have we seen so many big money signings come in and fail? Now, maybe right now we are seeing the unraveling of that narrative in a good way with Enzo Fernandez and Moises Casado, both players who came with ridiculous fees that it was always going to be hard for them to live up to. Actually, when we look objectively, especially in the case of Moises Casado in recent weeks, his performances all right, can never justify the fee, but he's proving a good and effective signing for Chelsea. I think Enzo, too, in recent weeks, has been putting in some good performances. And I think that maybe we all just have to come to a realization that the fees are just so ridiculous at this point that it's always going to be quite unfair on those players. If Osman comes in with 120 million, something absolutely insane like that, can he ever live up to that? that level or what we would deem that level to be maybe he can maybe he couldn't but that doesn't mean he isn't going to be a good player for Chelsea and I'd like to think that he could be the one to break the mold he is a very physically imposing striker there is a variety of things he does in his game that make him a very very good striker I think inside the box he obviously has the aerial prowess he has a, a physical uh, sort of demeanor to him that you think especially with the physical demands of Premier League defenders he would deal well within the league. And as well, he has got speed in transition. I mean, there is there is a sense that Chelsea, it's not just a case of trying to put him as kind of this lone target man back to goal, which I think, unfortunately, we kind of took away only viewed Lukaku as this kind of back to goal striker. And actually, if you know the career of Lukaku, he's always been more of a transition striker. He's always been someone who wanted to peel off to the right and make those runs, even though his, his, his frame, his physical, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's a cool... Uh, profile looks more like an Olivier Giroud, for instance, but we know Lukaku's a lot more varied to that. If we can understand and Pochettino and the club understand how they're going to get the best out of Osman in the system, and he offers that clinical edge, and we still create a level of chance and opportunity that we have this season, then, yeah, I can understand why Chelsea would go out for Osman and, and, you know, rather than signing a 30-year-old, rather than signing someone who's maybe towards the end of their career, you're, you're buying someone in their prime so hopefully they do offer that output i'm still going to hold reservation because i think you you kind of we all have ptsd around chelsea at this point with, with transfers but then i i do want to add balance to this this season there have been good additions i mean cole palmer is the greatest example but you have to factor in that cole palmer didn't have a lot of football under his belt the expectations weren't skyrocketed the same for nicholas jackson it wasn't an insane fee that caught the headlines so maybe there is that balance there where, you know, the expectation and pressure on these players, but then also hoping that the players who do get the pressure on their shoulders, like a Casado and Enzo, can live up to that pressure and are just good enough to supersede that. And I would like to think my hope between now and the end of the season is Chelsea can be in a good enough place structure-wise and tactical-wise that really the players feel a lot more confident. We have a lot more chemistry, a lot more rhythm. So by the time you then install that 
that finisher really it is just a finisher to elevate a system that was going in a good direction anyway. I think that's what the likes of Liverpool, Arsenal and Man City have been able to do really well in recent years. I think the other part of this is what do Chelsea do now? So if we believe this report at face value, and again, you know, is it dependent on Champions League football? But then, you know, if Osman's already picking Chelsea, he probably already knows that it's going to take something quite miraculous from this point of view for Chelsea to even get Champions League football. If if we're if we understand that Osman's going to come to Chelsea, what do we do for the rest of this window? Short period of time. Are you still someone of the belief that if you know Osman's coming? Are you sticking with Nicholas Jackson and the young players we have currently? Also, hopefully, with Nkunku returning and give that time for the rest of the season for those players to develop and get better? Or are you still kind of desperate for that striker? But then who is that? I mean, one of the targets, Duran, who I wasn't really fond of and didn't think would make much of a difference. He's now injured. Kareem Benzema, we hear this over and over again. Matt Law reporting about the, the wages being a real sticking block for Chelsea. And I think I understand why. Um... I still think if Chelsea were going to make any move, I think Benzema has to be top of the list as a short-term option that maybe turns into a longer-term option. But again, I think that's far-fetched given what we have seen from Chelsea in this structure, which looks for younger players. So then it really does beg the question, are Chelsea now going to keep their powder dry, basically, once they know that long-term option is going to be there in the summer? I want to, I want to know your thoughts. I'll probably put a poll up on my community page that you can vote on. Because I know, based off Villa, everyone's going to be going, we have to get someone in. But you've got to remember, Nicholas Jackson will be back very, very soon. I know he isn't the finished product, but he has made Chelsea, I think, a better attack than last season. I think the numbers just prove that, even if it's not a world-class level, it is a better level. He, I think, does a lot all round. We've got Nkunku returning. Cole Palmer has been a good player for us this season. So... That's those are my thoughts, but I want to know yours about Osterman. Are you excited? Are you do you have a sense of trepidation? Do you believe this report? Do you not? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and have a great weekend. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch this show. If you're a Chelsea fan and you want more carefree content, please do hit that subscribe button. Really helps the channel out, as well as the like button and sharing it around with friends so more people can get involved in the community. And you can follow Son of Chelsea across socials at Son of Chelsea on TikTok, on Instagram, and on X. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.